johnsyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. 1-800-209-1670. 1-800-209-1679. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. 1-800-209-1679. Here we go. It's another edition of Sports Insider Radio, and we invite you. It's our big game version of Sports Insider Radio. SportsInsiderRadio.com. Check out the website. Brian Blessing, David Miller. We're here in Las Vegas, and John and Mike are champing at the bit. They'll be with us momentarily. So we're down to two, and we cut to the chase how it panned out. It's not the Packers. All right, I know, which that's – you're not happy about that. It's not the Ravens. They're, they're not happy about that. Hello, David. How you doing? Pretty good, yeah. Yeah, you know, this time of year, I know everybody's excited about the... I, I like the regular season so much that I'm kind of sad, but uh, we got a good matchup. We have a good... It's a great actually, game. to have a Pick'em Super Bowl, that's basically Pick'em, is, is, is real exciting. No, in the thing, listen, everybody can have an opinion. Maybe it's correlated, you know... It, is it San Fran in the under? I think San Fran can win. Well, that's what you want. <laughs> well, I think see, I do, but I think San Fran can win a high or a low scoring game. Kind of think Kansas City favors them. It's more correlated than it would be high scoring for KC. But every year I see the first quarter so passive. 
Well, that's I, I right. Just, I, I can't. There's, I, yeah, I love the under here. Well, okay. Here's the thing. The total was 55. Said all week long that in I got 55. Yeah. That anticipating what should happen. I think when the sharp doke comes in, uh, the big money bets start to roll in Thursday night, Friday. <laughs> that uh, I think you're going to see underdoe start to surface. I thought. Uh, and here it is. We're looking at 54s now. I do think 53.5 will pop up. Maybe even 53. Maybe. I think it opened 51. It'll come back. What did it open? 51? Yeah. But, yeah, I, I, mean, but I think crazy. it'll come back. I think it'll, I think it'll come I think 54 is the closing number. I, I got I 55. I did, I did good work there at least. And, and I don't think it ever went to 55.5. But the one thing, and we'll get to the boys, uh, regardless of even if it's a high-scoring game, and goofy things can happen. We know that. But, boy, I'll tell you, they come out of the gate, and the nerves, I don't care who you are, yeah. the nerves, that little feeling out thing, the first six, seven, eight minutes of this game, I think maybe the safest thing from a game perspective is under 27 in the first half. Right. Right, they're just sizing each other up, and it, it's so passive. Every year, other than that, uh, the, the Denver-Seattle one, I... I kind of feel like, I don't know, they've all pretty much gone under. It feels like, I don't know, maybe selective memory. But the Super Bowl's a weird thing, and then you get the long halftime. All kinds of goofy things happen in this game. Honestly, it's such a good game, and we'll go to the boys. Uh, I, I prefer San Fran and the under, but I have props that I have much more conviction on, and that's the beauty of it when they're throwing 450 options at you. Right, right. All right. you, you, you were pro Chiefs, well, one. one you well, but the, well, the one thing with the props, and th- this is the thing, that in many instances, the guys that go over their projected numbers are guys that are on the losing side because they're chasing the game. Team's got the lead. They go to a two-deep zone, give them a lot of underneath stuff, and guys rack up yardage. And a pick game, yeah, it's just hard, though. It is, but it, but it should be a great game. All right, yeah, let's see I'm what excited. the boys are thinking as we welcome aboard John and Mike. Hi, guys. We made it. Yep, I'm here. It's Super Bowl weekend. We're very excited uh, for the for the game, even though our Ravens are not in it. But you know what? It's, uh, it's probably the tightest matchup that I've seen in recent years, um, just from a standpoint of talent and just how both these teams match up against each other. I mean, the line makers have been dead on. It's maybe moved a point um, back and forth just simply on, on the big numbers coming in on both sides that I've read all week. But in, in terms of the best two teams, I think, did make it. I, you know, as much of a homer as I am for the Ravens, I still believe that the top two teams in the league made it to the Super Bowl. What's our boy John doing? Awfully quiet. It's the big game. I'm just uh... – Listen, first of all, we did this show not because of the Super Bowl. We did this show on Friday because it's my birthday. You guys wanted to wish me happy Whoa. birthday on the air. Well, happy birthday, man. Hey, a friendly suggestion? Don't put candles on the cake. You'll have to call the fire three, marshal. Listen, officially now, three years, I've known you forever, to 50. So if that doesn't make you feel old, I'm going to be 50 in three years. Now, I had a question for David Miller. Dave? So you're 47, basically math, owe, right? Do you, owe, do you get a birthday this year? You always get a birthday, right? Yes, sir. Yes, oh, sir. So you're February 28th, correct? How did you now, know why, that? Why would That's you, crazy. How did you know that? What are you going to give out? A social security number yeah, next? How did you know well, that? <laughs> Nobody knows my birthday, I'll, I'll tell you, man. You, you, give, you give my birthday out. I'm, I'm driving. I'm coming looking for you. 
it's one day before leap year. So, so all those people that don't, they don't get a birthday this year. So I guess all these 29th birthdays, they got to like pull the number back. They, they celebrate on your birthday. But hey, by the way, what, what does happen? Uh, for people born, uh, they, they give you the twenty eighth or the first, whichever one you were. You get a coin to. flip. You get a choice. No, like like if you were born an hour after. No, you're whichever one. I think the way it works. Half, I don't, half I, of I the heard day. This. Yeah, let's pretend. Yeah, they round it to noon. Like, noon on the 29th right, would so be the twenty eighth. Right. So twelve oh one. Exactly. Be, that's right. what I. That's what I heard. I don't know if that's true, but that's that, what I heard. That makes sense. Yeah, that's what I heard because it makes sense if you think about it. It's, it's a birthday the prop. actual day. <laughs> but <laughs> well, yeah, no, the 29th, Yeah, yeah, it is this year, huh? If, if you Google holidays in 2020, every major holiday because of the leap year is on a Friday, and they included my birthday. Well, hey, buddy, happy birthday. Wait a minute. What Mike, I owe you what, a gift. What did Mike get you? Of course you know what he got me. He got me a cigar. Well, that was nice. I'm, I'm easy. I'm easy. Just give me a smoke. Uh, I'm wait, good to wait, go. What did he, he give you, a little box of Swisher Sweets? Listen, yeah, the cigar that he gave me cost more than most boxes of cigars. All right, nicely done, Mike. So I want to try to take care of him, man. You got got to keep him happy. I want to congratulate David for getting over there at 10 in the morning. I know that was out of of the scope for you. You all right, Dave? You feeling Uh, good? This was tough. No, it was tough. I mean, it was tough. (laughs) You guys told me all week you had make it, make it. You had a a mini boys' night out last night, huh? Yeah, I had to set like seven alarms, but it's cool. (laughs) I, I woke up after the third one, so... You know, I'm here, and, and I'm excited about the, 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 like he said, here's the thing, I'm not really into, I don't I do not do the props as much as I should, but but like he said, I mean, with, with the betting opportunity and, 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 and the build-up, and we live here in Vegas, no, it's, it's exciting, I mean, I'm not going to lie, I, I like to, <clears throat> I like to, I like to watch basketball just as much, like, I'm looking forward to the games early that, earlier that day, but. Hey, you know it's it's over, and then and then, but you know me, I love the regular season, so I can't wait for next year. I'm already counting down the days for next year. So what? Well, so I mean, what? Look. So what do you guys do? Are you in the? Are you guys actually in the office on Sunday watching this thing? Well, we're in the office seven days a week. I mean, this is what this is the <laughs> funniest thing about what you know people then they. They love the luxury. Oh, you have an amazing life. You get to bet on sports for a living and deal with gamblers and sell information. And then, you know, people will call us periodically. You know, I love sports. I know, And, they, you know, everybody thinks that the, the key to being a, an employee is being a good handicapper. I know everything. I pick a lot of winners, blah, blah, blah. So I go, okay, no problem. Um, as long as you can work from 4 to 7, uh, Monday through Friday, and from 9 to 2, Saturday and Sunday, seven days a week with no days off, uh, I think I'll go look for something else. Well, you you because look, you've gotten like used the to the schedule, though. Never, yeah. I mean, it's not like the stock market. We never close. So yes, we'll be there at the morning. Will we be there when the game starts? Absolutely not. Six thirty in the evening, I'll be with Junior watching the game. Mike will be at a Super Bowl party. Mike's Mike's new thing now is he beat everybody up in the office. I think I went for like ten blocks so far at fifty apiece. How many blocks I got now, Mike? <laughs> you got enough. I mean, this guy, like, if he sold picks the way he sells blocks, I'd be retired, Brian. <laughs> it's it's fun. It's an event. Boy, I'd, it'd be fun to just sit down and relax and, and do that. And, but uh, uh, we've made it. It's been a long season. Uh, but, again, there's the props that are involved in there, and I think there are countless opportunities. We can talk about that uh, as well. But it's a big weekend of college basketball, NBA, NHL. 
And a lot of these, some of these games, I should say, are actually tied into the big game from a prop perspective. But it, it's like football ends, man. Another one begins. That's all. It's the bottom line. It doesn't stop. I mean, well, look, you – go ahead, Mike. Go ahead, John. No, I mean, you know me. I'm foaming at the mouth for April. April can't come soon enough. Dave, even though he doesn't actually handicap baseball, has some of the strongest sources in the industry. We've amassed a network for baseball this season for all David's clients, if they're listening, that's going to be unparalleled to none. You know me for decades, Brian. Literally, I'm barking to the bank with these huge dogs in baseball. I just can't take it. Every year I cry when it ends, and I cry when it's about to begin. It's hard to believe before we know it. Baseball will be back. You but cry, in the meantime, we're killing it in basketball. You cry. You basketball's gone well for me for sure. You cry for baseball to start. You're the oh only guy God. I know that does that. We love. Listen, it. I'm going to give you a discounted rate, Dave. I'm going to give you a discounted rate this year. <laughs> okay. You, well, give me the Mexican, you give me the Mexican baseball. I'll take care of you with the American baseball. Okay. Uh, yeah. No. Hey, whatever. Whatever floats your boat. I just. So, I, you know, I the, love the issue. The issue, David, is it's simple. You're a spread better. You're looking for the best value on the number. And the thing is, if you look at hockey, which I don't get too involved in, I don't have the connections, the sources, the algorithms, baseball, because you're picking, it's pure in that you're picking the outright winner. And so the thing is, because we always talk about, we'll get to numbers later in the show, reversion of the meat, and how everything is about 50%, it's the same thing with favorites and dogs in baseball. So the end of a season in baseball, in essence, Dogs win 50% of the time. So if you have enough money, and I said this over and over, we got 254, 200 some shows archived at sportsinsiderradio.com. Literally, if you have enough money in deep pockets and you can withstand the drawdowns, these periods and streaks where all the favorites win, if you bet every dog every day, period, you will make money. Now, am I saying you're going to make a lot of money? from the beginning of the season to the end of the season? No. But last year, we made 53 units for our clients in baseball. Mike has all the documented records. If you're listening and you want to find out how we did it, we can show you week by week, day by day. In essence, a $100 player made 53000 If he started, provided the first day of the season, a $1,000 player made 53000 A $10,000 player made over a half a million. The problem with baseball is people want to get in in the middle of the season when they realize there's nothing to bet and they're bored after the NBA playoffs. So what, I tell, what I'm telling listeners and what I try to explain to clients on the phone is don't wait till the NBA finals. Get in in the beginning when these lines are soft. Understand, and Brian understands this because Brian can equate this, baseball is kind of like horse racing. And down the stretch they come. Basically, these good teams in baseball that wind up being in the race for the pennant at the end of the, in October, they don't care in March. They don't care in April, but because of the pitching, they still put huge prices on those pitchers. Even a 20-game pitcher is going to lose a lot of games at a big price. So when you're looking for dog value, a lot of the times the dog value is in the beginning of the season, and then when you get to that all-star break, then the teams that are in the running, they gun for it at the end, and then you don't get a lot of value with those teams. But teams like Orioles, you were basically you didn't lose you didn't lose if you picked your spots with the Orioles you made an absolute fortune last season if you bet on the Houston Astros you got destroyed even though they made it all the way to the end so these are the little tips and tricks we'll dis- we'll talk about as we get closer and closer to April do you by chance to- do you by chance have the the numbers for the the Super Bowls like the total how how the totals 
done. I feel it's gone under. I, I have not looked, but I'll get it to you before sa- Sunday. I, I feel like it's gone under a lot, but 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 I'm not sure because it, you know I, I don't know. It feels like selective memory when I've had the under. Plus last year's fresh in my mind. That was super low scoring, so I'm just curious. But Dave, I mean, yeah, all I mean, this I'll entertainment, for it. all this entertainment about the Super Bowl, but primarily. You know, and this is completely different. This show is not really based on hyping up the big game. We're just trying to educate the listeners on how they can make money right now during baseball season. I mean, sorry, during basketball season. And, you know, your philosophy, you know, we always say there's a thousand ways to skin a cat. So with your philosophy, you know, a lot of the NBA lines, you're putting out fairly early the night before because you're finding the edge. And then a lot of times you'll come in when the steam comes in right before game time and you'll bet them also. So, well, we, when I've actually, aside from your games, which have been incredible, I've actually have a couple buddies of mine that, you know, are very big bettors that are finding easier because they're DFS players, they're able to find, you know, the injuries so important in NBA. So they're not putting out games the night before. And again, it's just a different philosophy. There's a lot of ways to make money in this business. But they're putting it based on those injuries. They're able to release those lines and find value. Even if a player is out, it actually could be a benefit to the team. There's a lot of fake line moves going on in the NBA. It's unlike any other sport because there's no true injury report. You really have to watch shoot-around. And I just wanted to bring that up to you. Do you really is that you make a big emphasis on that when you don't really care about really if the players day to day to put out that line the day before because you're just strictly looking for market edge? Well, a lot of times the guessing game when somebody's questionable, you're you're just trying to you're reading as much as you can, and 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 then you're going, well, all right, if they don't play, is it still okay? And and, and the basic strategy though, questionable if if you don't know anything else is is fifty percent. That that means there's a fifty percent chance. That that's that's the definition of questionable. But a lot of times, I feel I can get a good feel for it. You know, I won't, I won't give away all those secrets, but I can get a good feel for it. And then you'll see you'll see one guy who's just as important to his team, but he's on a bad team, and the line won't really move. But then if it's somebody on one of the better teams, even in a closer game, the, the line just moves too much. So. I don't know. Through all the years, I feel I have I have a good feel for it, and I still haven't really had a big losing streak in basketball. Knock on wood. Hopefully, I don't now that I said that. But you now things are going pretty smooth. You know, I had I had I had a losing streak in football. I had last year in basketball, I did, but this year it's it's been pretty smooth. So hopefully, we can keep that up. And uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Looking forward to tonight's games too. Got anything tonight, Brian? Yeah, college hoops. Uh, no, I want a big dog uh, in hockey. Huh? I want a, a hockey dog. You want a big give dog? Give a hockey dog for my birthday. All right, I'll give you a big hockey dog. Winnipeg lost four in a row going to the break, so sometimes the break's a good thing. Shut it down, start all over. Both A lot of these teams have been an absolute collective nightmare coming off the All-Star break and then their, their regularly scheduled break that goes in concert with it. And... Teams that are have already played games, even in back-to-back night situations, have a monster edge over the teams that haven't played. But both teams coming off the break, there's no doubt who the better team is. Uh, Boston's better than Winnipeg. But off the break, 
uh, and Winnipeg is a desperate team. Uh, I'll say Winnipeg over Boston plus a dollar forty-five. How's that? Beautiful. I got it. I'm putting ten dimes on it. Beautiful. <laughs> Yen. <laughs> Here, I, got, I got one for you guys. Look, because I have we have so many listeners and uh, the group that I just discussed. That's basically the DFS guys. Just gave me a play, and we normally do not release this. But again, we're trying to make this even to the people that are listening. Though you know, if you paid, you're going to get this as a paid play. This is not just a free selection. They're saying, and Dave, take a look at this. I don't know if your if your lines up. Memphis Grizzlies is their play of the day today. And by the way, who who, who gave that play? I can't really release those sources. Well, the, the, I will say this: I took the six and a half with Memphis. That's actually on my dance card. Laid, <laughs> laid the <laughs> laid the two with Memphis the other night against the Knicks, which I thought was a ridiculous number. Memphis had won three in a row, I think, going into that game. They were laying two at Madison Square Garden, one by twenty-one. Uh, Morant's been put, put on a show. There, I, there I, might there might be an injury on because that line went up. The, the Grizzly, the, they're seven and a half now. Let, be, let me there, ask you. Let, let me. I think there's you, an, uh, there's a couple injuries there, but I'll, I'll give out. About, I'll give out Brooklyn minus five. There you go. I want to ask you a question, Dave. Talking about line moves. So last night, I don't know if you were on it or one of my other sources were on it, uh, but I was on it. I had De- I bet Denver earlier in the day at minus one, and then of course the phone explodes. It's plus two. It's plus two. It's plus two. I go just bad it's whatever it's one game whatever 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 like do like do you get freaked off games when line moves against you because I took a minus one I got the worst of the number they still won the game outright even though it closed at plus two if anything I would have bet more at plus two while all the clients are panicking because the line moves no I, I <clears throat> excuse me no for me I just whenever it gets better I keep well at some point I'm I'm done because my exposure is high but. I just keep betting. Sometimes it gets out of hand. <laughs> but there was a game the other night. I can't. I think it was. Um, and, and unfortunately, I, so I laid two on the road with the Spurs. I think it was the Bulls. Was that right? You guys know the plays. Yeah, I think it was the Bulls. And uh, they. So then it went to pick them. It went to one. It went to two. And I kept firing. And they lo- They actually lost by one. But I. But I broke even on it. Cause I, cause the plus two, I had more on the plus two, and plus one and a half for whatever reason. So I just keep betting, cause I just look at it like my edge went up. But to do that, I mean, you really have to be confident in your in your plays, uh, because yeah, you expose yourself for a lot, uh, unit wise, you know, a couple of units at least, and then if you keep losing those, you're in trouble, you know. So that that game, I mean, that game at the end could have went either way, uh, but. Yeah, Aldridge was out. Yeah, no, it, it, and, and a lot of times it's injury related. So if you t- so you probably something happened. Injury was there an injury or something on that game? Mike, you know what happened? You mean the the Spurs the night a few nights ago? No, the, no, your game. game yesterday. The Memphis game? Yeah, the Memphis. There's a suspension. Oh, the Memphis. Jaron Jackson. No, because suspe- I literally got the play while I've been on air. I'm going to look it up right now. Jaron Jackson's been suspended. Who they play? The, the Suns. I'm trying to remember. No, they beat the Knicks. The Knicks. Oh, they beat the Knicks by 21. Yeah, and and, and sometimes randomly somebody just it'll say so and so's out rest, and you're going, oh. Did- I mean, I don't know how Jaron Jackson. Like last night, for example, um, we had Denver, and the line moved because Gary Harris was out by yeah, two and a half points. Yeah. I don't believe Gary Harris is worth two and a half points. 
Yep. So well, Jaron Jackson, Jaron Jackson, seventeen. He's, he's their yeah, leading they scorer. Score. They have a lot he, of yeah, scores. but he's seventeen point seven a game, and he you know he plays twenty eight minutes a game. So that, that's a big one. Sure, but that doesn't mean somebody doesn't pick up the slack or Morant goes off. But I mean, collectively, Memphis is playing some good ball. But yeah, clearly something happened there, and that's why the numbers rolling. Have you guys been paying simple. attention? Like we're you know with. As soon as Zion came back, he was worth about four points. Yeah, no, and he is, though. I think he actually is. Well, now, because he's getting the minutes, but back when he first came back, well, we were fading that. We had the Spurs in that first game. Remember remember when that was. I remember that, yes. But so, so basketball, I can't believe the Bucs are 41 and 6. That's what's what's impressive. That's. That's my take. I mean, they're wow, they're impressive. Wow. Listen, you just got to come over to Junior's room. It looks like it's we're in Milwaukee over here. The guy like is like he gravitates to all the good teams. He's got that. He's got the jersey. Oh, it's, like, it's, it's impressive. It's impressive. They've done, and I think how have they done against the spread? I, I don't know, but here I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, they they won their last wow. one. They <laughs> lost the two previous to that. And by the way, uh, they're playing Denver, who's you know having a really nice season. And Milwaukee's laying a balloon number here. Uh, that number's 13, for up to 13 for the, the game. The other spot today, I, I think another spot, too, that we should talk about is the uh, is the Lakers in Portland. You know everybody, with what happened, unfortunately. There's no way to handicap that game. Yeah, well, no way. The, I mean, the I Clippers, was going to say these extreme, these spots where like there's the emotion is is yeah. I, I seem I, to run bad in these spots well, too. You know. You know what? I mean, honestly, just stay away from it. I mean, let me wait a minute. Well, I'll have let me, Portland let me, at post. Well, I mean, I won't be able to resist. Well, here's the thing. And first of all, I mean, it's always this this odd dynamic that when something yeah. tragic happens, you know, um, and then to find a way. To segue back to, there's a game and there's a number. Obviously, uh, it was this big, big tragic news on Kobe Bryant. But the emotions, not just for the Lakers, but in the community, to the point where the Clippers played the other night, and it was like they're playing Sacramento. So let's you know, by twenty-one. Well, are they gonna are they gonna step on their neck, right. or, or are, are they distracted and emotionally distraught? And they lose to the they well, lose well, by twenty. Well, so now the is, Lakers and they've been off. By the way, they've been off now. But if but if but if you can get a big number in these in these in these random spots like this, uh, I, I don't know. I, I think I didn't have the Kings last night, but it, to me, it's the points or, or pass, and and that's usually how I think anyway. So well, but, but the <laughs> just funny, another reason but, to do I, that. But the point, I mean, the thing is, it, it really, I it's I don't I don't see it being oh, there's a basket. Uh, and it's uh, you know oh boy covered the spread by uh, the hook. This is one of these where either either Portland yeah. mauls the them, hook. right? Either Portland pounds them or they are the Lakers. Well, you like big money lines? No, no, but, but it's one. No, I'm just saying it's it's one or the other. And there's but there's no way to say which one is it. It, it to me it's like it's not even a game I'm looking at. I, I wouldn't even go near it. I mean the Clippers and the Kings and the Clippers lose by 21. You know, I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. There's just so many. I've never met Kobe, but I actually did shed a tear. I'll be honest. You know, and, and as as a father, I just I actually shed a tear. I, I couldn't believe it, but uh, that's too bad. Too well, bad what happened. Let, let me let let me say this to you because I don't know if you guys remember. I was in L.A. the week before, so I got all my family lives in L.A. 
And I, you know, and I, my personal opinion was don't even bet these games. Kind of what Brian said. There's too much emotion involved. To answer your question, Dave, uh, Milwaukee Bucks are 26 and 21 against the spread. They're plus five games. And if you compare that to, let's take the LA teams, the Clippers are 26 and 22 against the spread. The Lakers are 24, 21 and one against the spread. I'm going to say the same thing I said last week. You only need to know about three teams to make money in the NBA if you don't want to pay for information. Oak City, hands down, an absolute ATM machine, 33-16 and 16 against the spread. Second spot, Boston Celtics, 28-17-2 and two against the spread. Third spot, Miami Heat, 26-19 and 19 against the spread. Oak City ahead by a large margin. Nobody can touch Oak City. They're just killing it against us. Well, according to your theory, though, reversion to the mean is what you're, you're all about. So what would you fade I, them? I, right. I'm saying right now. Right. Exactly. You, when you can start getting good value. I think Oak City, Mike, we were against them the other night. That We won, right? I've, I've ran bad on and against that team. So, so that makes sense because I think I was fading them when they were winning. I don't remember, but no, that hasn't well, been. Well, what's me. interesting is the the parity overall in the NBA. When you look at the the the, the fifty fifty teams against the spread, it's insane. I mean, I've never seen more. I mean, it's literally if you get away from that, everything is like fifty percent. Uh, uh, New Orleans is twenty four and twenty two. Suns are twenty four and twenty two. The Knicks are one game against the spread up twenty five and twenty four. Charlotte twenty four and twenty four. The Wizards, 23-23-1. Sacramento, 23-24-1. I mean, the parity is unbelievable. Horrible teams like Golden State, they're only down three points. I mean, three games, 23-26. and 26. The Bulls, they're horrible, 23-26. and 26. See, I would have thought so, the Warriors were like 10 below. Jeez. <laughs> They've had so many big three, numbers. They're, they're only three games down. And, you know, like I said, this is, goes back to the, the, the bookmaker doing a great job um, against the spread. And, you know, they continue to do it. They always have done it. This is why, like you said, you can't – the reversion of the mean is fine when there's an inflated number like Oak City. But there is no reversion of the mean for 70% of the NBA teams because they're all, they're all hitting at 50%. I just don't believe in the reversion of the mean. I know I say that every week. I don't believe in it. But anyway, <laughs> sorry about all that. But well, yeah, let me okay. Tell you, let me, uh, Brian. Let me just give you just since we're talking about the NBA, we'll do college a little later. Right now, dogs and favorites against the spread. Dogs are covering fifty point eight percent of the time. So right now, in, in the NBA, dogs have won three hundred and fifty six games. The favorites have won and covered three hundred and forty five games. So there's an 11-game edge to the dogs, and 17 games have pushed on the closing number. When you go to the totals, it's amazing. Non, I'm going to do non-overtime games. This, Brian, is amazing. 334 games have gone over the total in non-overtime games. 333 games have gone under the total in non-overtime games. Is that not amazing? Well, you do this in every sport. It, 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 you know, that's why we got you with the legal pad and the homework assignment. So if you can live bet over totals in the, in the overtime, here's the sick part. 35-11 and 11 to the over, 
on the 46 games that went into overtime, 35-11. and 11. So basically, if you have the under and your game goes into overtime, throw your ticket away. It's remarkable. I mean, you, you do this in every sport. I mean, what, how, how about college basketball? How's that started? Well, out? we'll get to that later. I want to talk. Yeah, I, I want to. I don't want to give them all. We, you know, we got twenty minutes. I don't want to give give it all up at one time. But what I will say is, what's amazing is that whether you believe in reversion of the mean, whether you don't believe in reversion of the mean, what you do need if you're a new better or you're an old better and you're listening and you don't have a system, you don't have a process, you, you're doing something else for a living, maybe you can't even listen to this show right now because you're at work and you're going to listen to this archived online at Sports Insider Radio because you just don't have time to do that in the middle of the day while we eat, sleep, breathe, and drink sports. The reality is, and most people don't want to hear it, is they could flip a coin and they're going to go 50% and lose big. It really isn't that hard to go 50%. That's where the money management comes into play because the bottom line is, if you just flip the coin on every total, you're basically 50%. If you flip the coin on every side in the NBA, you've got an 11-game edge on one side to the other. And so that's a real eye-opener why beating the number, what Dave does daily, and getting the best of it is the secret to the success, not just being uh, having a swayed opinion where I'm a dog better, where I'm a favorite better. And even Dave will portray that he's a dog better, and you know he likes to take the points. But the reality, the numbers bear out that it's it really it, you got to know which dogs to play because if you're just betting every dog, you're still going to basically basically be losing juice at the end of the season. And it, and it <clears throat> excuse me, and it's because these places offshore that that everybody follows they don't back winners out and they take super high limits so this is kind of why the market's efficient uh you, you know they and, and the reason they keep the people that win is to to so their so the lines are more efficient so this is why if you can constantly get your money in good and, and you're closing good the actual result doesn't you really don't even have to sweat the result it's just all about getting every dollar in good that that's how i think that that's the important thing. Also, John, your favorite watching games is a sign of weakness. I know you love when I say that. <laughs> well, I had a client last night. He um he we I had a play on the uh, Mike. What was it? It was the under in the Boston Celtic game. Yeah, I mean, we ended up hitting it, but it was literally but wait, 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 the, the last client minute. texted me. The client texted me. and He goes, "Are you watching this game?" And I felt like saying. To watch teams as a sign of weakness, quote David Miller, but I just left. I said, no, I'm not watching the game. This that last minute was insane. So tell everybody what happened and why it was such a big deal and why my phone exploded and people were asking me if I saw the game. So the total was 224, and it was it looked like a dead under because – I think it was 224 Boston and a half, had, right? Yeah, it was 223 and a half or 224, uh, realistically, with a lot of clients that I had that put it in. But, you know, it was, it was a dead under with a minute – 30, even a minute left because, uh, you know, Boston had such a big lead. It was more just, you know, run out the shot clock and then obviously Golden State would come down and try to take a shot. But they just kept going at it and going at it with the backups and literally to the last second it landed on 223. To the last second. I, I think, I think too, it's unrealistic. Human nature, if, if we tell people don't worry about the result, just get your money in good and close good, it's almost unrealistic for people to, for most people, to actually to actually think like that, even though that really is the way it works, I I, I think that 
Like you have poker players. Okay, so they they play every hand optimum. Every situation is like okay, optimum strategy. It's close to optimum strategy because you can never be perfect. Nobody's perfect. Uh, but so some poker players get that. Some sports better. But this is almost unrealistic. Uh, well, for, for people it's to funny think that like, you mentioned poker. Uh, Mike's, you know, a poker player. We have another guy in our office who's a poker player. And I think, uh, I mean, I don't play poker. I don't even know the rules. But I think Mike can speak more broadly on that. When you look at the, the way between you, the way you play, and the way Barry plays, I mean, you told me Barry will sit there. You sat there with him for 12 hours in Atlantic City, and he barely played a hand. Yeah, I mean, he's a. there's different styles of playing poker, just like there's truly different styles of betting, and yes, he's more of a methodical player where he could just sit there and he just doesn't get, you know, he could play for 12 hours and play a few hands, and even if he doesn't make any money on the night, he doesn't take uncalculated risk, but I'm more of what Dave is saying, get your money in right, Yeah, to take to, those necessary chances. Well, to just play a few hands in 12 hours, it, what I think of that is you're definitely losing value because each hand... Not each hand, but but there's probably a lot of value spots that you could be taking advantage of, and and the same thing in sports betting. I play way too many games. I probably play too many of my leans too, but I just look at it as I, I'm leaving money on the table if I don't play them, even well, if you're it's smoothing, you're smoothing the equity curve. And you know the thing. Yeah, is okay. However like you want to look at it, yeah. Well, no, but so for instance, better. when you talk about getting your money in good. You know, even though I follow the financial markets, and so, like, for instance, right now they have this coronavirus scare. The market is literally, while we're on the air, crashing. And so the thing is, a trader who's trading that market, is, he's, it's no different than a professional better. He's looking for an edge. He doesn't care. And so he's not going to, nobody in their 401k or their long-term retirement account is running to sell everything because they're not worrying about their money until they're 65. The problem with most people, Dave, when you say you can't tell them the result doesn't matter is they are not playing the long-term retirement game or the or the quarterly game like in a hedge fund or the seasonal game. Their, their whole life is that night. Like these people, and we did it in the video that I sent to people when they ask how, how you do this, well, basically most of these people, you know, they go to bed in a bad mood when they lose, and they go to yeah, bed this is, when they win. This is a miserable life. And, and so that's why they're saying results don't matter, they're an illusion. It's just all about getting your money in good. That's it. That's it. <laughs> you know, if I lose, if I lose six plays in a row and and I basically beat the move on all of them, I really don't. I really don't care. I know that doesn't. Some people might think no way, but I really don't. I just go. Eh, it, it happens. No, I, I hope that because we archive these videos, intelligent people that listen to this will understand. You know, like we talk to people at Mike takes look. Mike takes. Unless these guys are, you know, six-figure players, and I'm flying out and I'm whining and dying, and I'm dealing with a one-on-one. Mike talks to ninety percent of the guys that initially call in, and because I'm busy running the whole operation. And look, the bottom line is, you know, most of most of these guys tell Michael the same story: I've done this a thousand times, or I, I paid a service two thousand dollars for the entire football season, and I'm down twenty-five thousand. Well, okay, well is the guy that good if he's charging you $100 a week for 20 weeks? And so there's an illusion. These people don't – I said, and Michael will always ask him, well, was there a money management system? Was there getting the right number? Oh, no, they just gave me the games and said do whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, it's all about that, too. That's everything. That's everything. And the price. If somebody gives a play without the price, that's a sign of weakness. Like if I just tell you about the Nets – 
and no price. Okay, what's the price? And l- last night it was a flat five everywhere in the world. We laid five. I even d- did it on my my Instagram live on my Instagram or whatever. Yeah, sixes are popping up now. I feel I'm proud of myself, patting myself on the back, win or lose. You know, that's what it's all but about. Jim, but the way that right. you do it, you're you're literally doing it as a professional. And I try to, you know, not only do I try to emulate that, but I try to reciprocate that knowledge of doing this as a professional to all my clients that call in. But they just have such short-sighted goals because they're dealing with week-to-week bookmakers still. They don't have, or even if they switched over because in their particular state, if they have actual online apps, they still have week-to-week goals. All they care about yeah, is today, 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 and if I win today, I'll figure it out tomorrow. If I figure it out tomorrow, and it's like that mindset is the reason why these bookmakers and casinos have been in business for decades. Yeah, is because people don't have long-term goals. Yeah, if your mentality is I'm going to make X amount this week, it just doesn't work like that. Everybody, it, it's all about each place. So you, so you just want the timing of the bet, and then and then if if your money's in good. Over the long run, you're going to make money. And, and you don't know how it's going to play out. I mean, it could play out seven in a well, row up, seven you know, in a row down. We, we could we could beat this dead horse every show every week, but getting your money in good is one thing. How much you're assigning to that, so that, you know, what happens is people subscribe to any of the products that we offer, and let's say there's seven games and or three games, and the guy's got $600 in his, his app in Vegas, and he's betting a hundred dollars a game well that's not getting you even if you're getting your money in good you're betting way too high a percentage of your bankroll like you know these guys i got a thousand dollars i want to bet on what do you bet a game i bet one well, five hundred a game well, well, how that, much is in your app five hundred well, well everybody asks me that that that's probably the number one question I, I well number two number three maybe is is how much do i bet per game percentage wise and i i think to me, the absolute max, and this is my opinion, it also comes down to a quality of life. Do you want to just sit there? Because if you're doing too high of a percent, your quality of life will go down. These type of people get real emotional. They can't sleep. And then they get too excited, and then they overbet the next. And they're doing, they're, they're destined to, to fail. I, I think 2% max and you know, all the way down to a half a percent of your So that bankroll. means for all those listeners, you have $1,000 in your app. You're betting twenty bucks a game, and see people don't people look at that and go, "Well, wait a minute, I can't make any, I can't get rich." But the, that's the point of this is not to get rich; it's, it, it's well, to get a return, just to get a, a, a reasonable return. And we're, and right. we don't preach going and betting seven and eight teamers with the lottery mentality where I want to turn twenty bucks into five thousand. This is just not in the long run, too. This a lot of people like to do that too, and they remember the times they hit for five thousand. But if you keep losing nine thousand every time you hit the five, that's that's your cycle. I'll lose nine for every five I get. This isn't going to work either. So, you know, one percent. I feel I feel one percent is is a good number. I don't I don't know. And you know, and I'm glad that we have it here. I'm going to make sure that this video is going to be this this radio show is going to be the link. Hey, listen to the end of the show when you want to know how much to bet. And you know, Brian, you can attest to this. You've been in Vegas for decades. I mean, just because everybody sees a guy like Mattress Matt wanting to bet a million dollars on San Francisco, obviously, if the guy wants to bet a million dollars on San Francisco, his bankroll is a lot bigger than a million. Oh, there's no doubt. And by the way, you know his thing was 
promotions hey, against his well, management he, company. Yeah, he's sitting there going, it was like win-win. I mean, you know, he was getting the publicity, and he was just hedging off um, you know, whatever he was going to be giving out, paying out in terms of if the Astros won it. Uh, he, you know, it was just a total. Well, did you see he's, he's trying hedge. to get a million dollars down on San Fran right now, plus 120. Right. Well, again, I mean, now it's a publicity thing, right? Yeah, he's done well, though, in, in his own business. And, and you really can't use this as, as an example. Uh, it, to me, I, and I don't know his situation, but I have a feeling a million dollars to him isn't even 1%. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, maybe you right. know the guy. I, I I do know people that know him, but I, I haven't I haven't gotten into that. But yeah, this is a publicity. Yeah, he's he's famous across the country now over all these these big bets, and it could be a drop in the bucket. And and right. and yeah, the branding aspect. He's he's he for him. There's a lot more to it than just the bet. So yeah, we really can't use him as an example. But I I people all the time bet. You know, they'll have a thousand. I'm going 300 on this game, and it's like, but do they just want action and want to take a shot on the game? Then, then it's like, okay. But if you're trying to just do this seven days a week, make money, not go broke. For me, one percent's about right. Because also, I would say two percent. But then, if the price gets better, I want to go more. I want to do another another half a percent or another another point two five. So let me ask you, when, when on Instagram, these people call me and they go, you know, and I'm not getting into your, like, uh, the biggest, so even when you show a 10-dime ticket, look, you're just not betting crazy percentages. It's all, you don't have to get into your resources, but the reality is for all you listeners out there, like, that's not, not even 1% of my bankroll. Right. You're not going to lose sleep if you lose 10 dimes no, on a game. No, not at all, no, no. Right. And so when you call up and you say, well, I bet 10 dimes on the game because I saw he had a ticket for 10 dimes and you only have 11 dimes in your account, shame on you. You're not listening to what Mike and what Dave and what I'm telling you. I do have a question about the Super Bowl before we get a little bit of college hoops because we got 10 minutes left. Is this a game beside the spread? I know, I mean, the to- over and under, I know you're, 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 you got in good on the under. Is this a game that if somebody doesn't bet the game till Sunday, is there a point? If he, if, if, what is the line right now? It's it's uh, fifty four. I know the total is fifty four, and then it's no. What's the point spread right now? Most Chiefs minus one, 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 one and a half. half. Is there a reason that somebody would want to get one instead of taking the money line? Like why would like? Isn't it games like, fall like, one? Really? No, games fall one. Games fall one for sure. It's it's worth about one. Okay, I would so, rather lose than push. No, but pick them pick them to one is worth like six and a half cents. So but let's say it's plus one. I would rather lose honestly than say, oh yeah, I watched a game for four hours and it landed twenty twenty one. That that doesn't make sense. I'm just saying the the frequency that the bookmakers have this down. They know they know what everything's worth, and it, it's worth about six and a half cents. Pick them to one. So where do you both think by Sunday? It post this line, you and Brian, where do you guys think in your estimation this game is going to close at post? On the spread, not the total. Probably the same. I, I, I think it'll be one. KC one, but I think the total the total will come down to 53.5 and, and come back to 54, 54 and a half. But right, I, I think you'll see. Here, I'm saying it here on the radio. KC will close at two or two and a half. I'll, I'll predict. All the, 
And do you think the public money's coming in on KC? No, I think the opposite. Hundred percent. Really? Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I I think the total though. That I, why? why I mean, I'm curious, John. I've why? seen it both. I've seen I it both ways. I've seen the big bets come I, in on both I, sides. But, I, but, I, but this number's you're been betting this on the quarterbacks. You're going to bet on KC. Yeah, but this num- high-powered offense. Yeah, but this number. This is not. This is not a we, an NFL game. This is the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? This number's been up for two weeks. I mean, th- there's no way a game like this runs. I, I no think, way. I think. I think it. It sounds like the. the it sounds to me. This is what I. I'll make a prediction. I think the total. And this sounds crazy, but I think the total keeps dropping. I just think the amount of sharp money that comes in on the under is. It, is it's going to be so much. Well, that, the sharps have been waiting. Right, and it, now it, it broke, so it, it's it, like okay, let's just do fifty four well, now. I mean, I, I think fifty three is the is the floor. I I think I don't know. Man. There's I no way it gets fifty two and a half. No, you, well, they said that last year. And it did. It moved three points. Go ahead, sir. Can I get everybody's side in total? Oh, oh, I thought you said. Show? I'm Chiefs and under. I, I I have under fifty five, and I and I haven't bet the Chiefs yet. But he likes Frisco. Brian? Yeah, I got. I like Frisco in the under. Frisco in the under. I just think the Chiefs are the better team. I think well, I think Frisco's got the running game. Frisco's got the better defense. Matchup. So this is a matchup. Okay. Casey's got the better quarterback. How are you going to shut? That I'm more about the under Casey? anyway. I think the under is the play. How you shut that offense down of Casey? Can I? Can I? Can I? Okay. Every time. Every time that. Whenever we have a total this high, it, it's usually with zero defense. So now we we have. We have defense. Oh, I get it. We also have a first quarter that's always passive. Nobody wants to make that mistake in the Super Bowl. The totals, the play, hands down. That's why I'm not even really worried about the side. I'm just all about the total. So for all you guys listening, if you got a thousand dollars in your app, I want you to load up and bet twenty dollars, two percent on the under. Do it Dave's way. Do a little bit more because it's the well, Super Bowl. We'll, we'll let you do 2.5%. Well, <laughs> you know, but I, I will I will say this to you, John. You know, we said there, how are you going to shut down, you know, that that offense? Uh, prior They'll to find a way. Final, prior to the final regular season game, Kansas City went under the total five times in a row. And, right. they, and they had a game earlier in the season was nineteen thirteen against Indianapolis. The and I, I'm telling you, here's the other thing from playing the horses every day. And I ain't no weatherman, but I'm telling you, every day Gulfstream Park uh, and uh, Calder Racecourse, which is on the same acreage as the stadium, the last race of the day at Gulfstream Park, probably four days a week, the skies open up at four thirty for a fifteen twenty minute shower. And that would be when the players are on the field warming up and it's a grass field. It ain't going to shock me one iota if there's rain uh, or or moisture in the field. And it's a grass field that could get torn up. And right now, nobody's talking about rain. But it's one of these things where these pop-up showers, now it happens, albeit more, in the summer than it does... You know, at this time of year. But don't forget, the last two times they played the game down in Miami, it poured. But even the yeah. public's going to bet the under if, if if it's clearly bad weather. So th- so this just helps uh, for for the total to drop. Even the public's going to go, oh, bad weather. I think you give the public too much credit. I think what happens is from the square position, if I'm going to take that just to be, you know, the opposite guy, just say I'm public. looking at the, the game. I'm going to look at the game's oh, man, they were down 28. They came back and they scored 25. And, oh, man, like, 
I'm going to and I'm going to bet the over, and I'm not going to think about the fact that the five of the games went under. And I think that what the what me and Brian preach was just throw out the last games is what everybody doesn't do for the Super Bowl. So it'll be interesting to see which way that total moves. And, and you know what, but I, and this is a general thing. I mean, we, you know, we remember the uh, Saints Niners, the forty eight forty six game. You know, circus act. But the bottom line is, you know, them telling you this is a one point game. Uh, it's a great game. It, 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 if it has that ping pong nature to it, that back and forth nature to it, as opposed to somebody jumps up twenty one, then the game opens up and explodes, and teams are taking chances and stretching. The, the fact that this game could be a back and forth game, I think, tightens things up too. Well, the the Rams, the Rams last year were scoring points left and right, and that total still dropped. I, I think it was four points. I, I can't remember, but I think it dropped four points. The, the so. Now you're adding bad weather. I don't know. I could no. See the weather's it. supposed to be gorgeous. I could see it the though. Weather's suppo- I'm no, just saying just it's the, not going to shock me. Just if, if a that does happen though. But I'm just saying. I, I I think the total closes like 52 and a half. I know that sounds crazy, but that's what I think. I think I so think Dave, the sharp money is all question. over that. You, let me ask you this question, Dave. If you were going to take the Chiefs, if you're a Chiefs backer. Why would you lay one and not take the money line on the reverse side? It's the same. I mean, it's the same long run. I mean, just so minus one is the same as uh, minus one sixteen. Pick them. They're minus one seventeen. It's the same. The the frequency. So the Chiefs by one it falls. You know, X percent of the time, and it's and it's the same. Minus one, minus one ten, to pick them. Minus one seventeen. I would just take well, either option. I wouldn't really go, like I don't have a crystal ball that goes they're going to win by one. But if I could get minus one fifteen pick them, and it's minus one, I would take that. But if the money line was minus one twenty, I would just lay the one minus one ten. But I wouldn't. I would get try to get minus so five. But I'm just saying whichever option was better is what I would do. If, uh, meaning uh, the pick them the one with seven cents. Real, real quick, just to give you guys a little update on college basketball because we have plenty of that as we get into March Madness. So far, so far, 1,688 favorites have covered the spread. So far, 1,677 dogs have covered the spread. So you have the same 11-game differential in the NBA, and you have the same 11-game differential in college basketball. 3,424 games have been played that have had a spread on them. 59 games versus 17 in the NBA have closed on a push on the closing numbers. So we're talking 50.2% to the favorites. And this is why you can't win, guys, unless you do your homework. So Exactly. With the totals, Brian, 50%. You ready? Go for it. 711 games have gone over. 712 games have gone under. That's that's as tight as it's been. I'm sorry. 1,711 games have gone over. 1,712 games have gone under. It's unbelievable. Well, fellas, listen. Uh, it's been a raucous football season. Have a great weekend. We invite people to check out the website, sportsinsiderradio.com. Enjoy the big game. Enjoy your birthday cigar. Happy birthday. Send me a video of that. And listen, <laughs> we have to see on Super Bowl Sunday if we're going to have six more weeks of winter. On Groundhog's Day in Las oh, Vegas. Yeah, Puxatani oh, John. Very nice. There you have it. It's in the cookie jar. Another edition of Sports Insider Radio.
It's the Vegas Board. Tuesday morning at 10 on AM 1400, KSHP North Las Vegas, and KSHP.com. USA Radio News with Wendy King. It could be a last stand for Democrats in the impeachment trial of President Trump. They'll have a vote later today on whether they'll have witness testimony. Top Senate Democrat Chuck Schumer. Senate Republicans face a choice today between seeking the truth and covering it up, between a fair trial and a farce. The president at a White House event noticed a lack of Republican faces. We have a lot of great senators that wanted to be here so desperately, but I said, just stay where you are and do your job, please. The New York Times reports that in May, the president directed John Bolton to call the president of Ukraine to talk about the investigation into the Bidens. There was an 